this is James here, and I need to apologize to both Nathan and Derek and all of our listeners. I have lied on this podcast, and I apologize. I previously have said that Oliver and Company was the worst animated film of all time. I previously said I disliked and or hated Home on the Range and Brother Bear. These were all lies. The only movie I hate is Chicken Little. I apologize for misleading everyone and hope that you will continue to listen to this podcast. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to the definitive list of everything ever. Disney edition. I'm your host, Nathan, and with me is the... uh, it's the, <clears throat> it's the missing link between man and monkey and dinosaur, James. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? I don't even know how to respond to that. Okay. Welcome to my oh, life. Shut up. Okay. And also with me is the one who's going to have to bleep out all of the swears in this episode. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, guys. This is all my fault. Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna get a good beat by the way you have to do right off the beginning deck. F*** Chicken Little. How does that sound? <laughs> Censor that out. Thank you. Alright, oh, moving gosh. on. <laughs> out of my system. Uh, this week we watched, we transitioned, if you recall, last week we were watching traditional animated Disney films. Uh, we watched, I actually forgot what we watched. We watched Winnie the Pooh and Princess of the Frog. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> Both uh, decent films. Um, now we're kind of backing up in time to the CG exploits of Disney, um, not Pixar uh, specifically, but just just Disney stuff. And so we watched two movies this week with a five-year time gap between them. Uh, the first film we watched was Dinosaur. Uh, we didn't take any cute quizzes this week because this week was miserable and made us want to die, and I don't, just don't want to even deal with it so i guess i'll talk about dinosaurs plot now is that how this podcast works that's how it used to work all right um dinosaur is a movie about dinosaurs have you (laughs) (laughs) it's a stupid movie about dinosaurs Okay, I'm gonna dinosaurs. Okay, have you seen The Land Before Time? You've yeah, seen that was dinosaurs. a good movie about dinosaurs. Literally, mm-hmm. movie, and that's it. That's the whole movie. Oh, also, uh, have you seen the beginning of Tarzan? That is also dinosaur. Also, if you've read the Old Testament, Moses is the story of dinosaur. Also, if you've seen Snow Dogs, you could no. Okay. Please like, comment, and subscribe. (laughs) You're gonna have to watch that movie one of these days. That way, you actually can make jokes that make sense. Movie doesn't have any snow dinosaurs, unfortunately. Nope. But it does have some computer graphics. Has anyone seen this movie before? Uh, Yeah. Say James first. I'm gonna. I think so. I'm gonna ask Derek. Um. So. This was a movie that I had seen before. I'd watched it a couple times. and um, A couple of times? Remember at the beginning of the podcast where I said I was a stupid child? No, but thank <laughs> you for reminding us. Yeah, so... Um, 
podcast. Yeah, so this week was the culmination of a long-laid master plan, wherein I trick Nathan and James to watch this movie while I watch something good instead. Uh, I watched... The Little Norse Prince, a early Isao Takahata movie, which was pre-Studio Ghibli, which was really quite fantastic and really worth my time. If there's only two people in the podcast next week and one (laughs) happened to be murdered... No, I did actually watch Dinosaur. Um, Okay. Never mind, all three of us will be back. (laughs) I also watched... This is the least offensive one. (laughs) I yeah. think you'd be more likely to watch anything else besides our second video. Yeah, no, but I did watch The Little Norse Prince because I'd seen it in the library and thought, oh, this looks fun. It was fun. It was a nice, it was old school, nice, fun. I don't want to talk about these movies. Clearly. <laughs> Which Derek refuses to intro dinosaurs. Okay, James, what about you? Have you seen this movie before? I, I know I have, and I remember thinking it was bad. And then I thought it was a lot worse now. It's it's just... Ugh. But I don't remember when I saw it. I think I saw it probably when it first came out yeah. on DVD. So, like, 16 years ago. Hmm. Um, don't really remember who I saw it with or why. I did have a thing where I needed to see every Disney movie ever made. I think I'm mostly over that now. <laughs> Especially <laughs> after this week. <laughs> That's completely fair. And a fair response to this week. Um, I have seen this, and I remember nothing about it except that I was really bored. Uh, which I guess I say for a lot of these Disney movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, this one I forgot so much I forgot it existed until this podcast <laughs> came along. <laughs> um, which is weird, because I loved dinosaurs as a kid. And, like, Jurassic Park was, like, our favorite movie. And I remember being really excited for this movie because of that trailer that everyone... The trailer was good. Oh. The trailer was good oh no yeah and it is the opening of the movie is that you're gonna say it's mm-hmm. the same. yeah um re-watching it i didn't like completely hate the movie but it's probably gonna go back to where it was before my mind where i will never remember it exists and mm-hmm. find that so yeah. yeah it's so pointless it's so bland it's just the it's just like what happened is the blandest we've seen so far like other bland yes. movies are like atlantis to me it was like super boring and bland is this but bland atlantis is like i'd say more interesting so this is bl- yeah this is a lot blander because atlantis i at least had a couple characters that i latched onto. with this one there were zero characters i latched onto. not even baby's first fantasy name main character Baby's first fantasy? Yeah. Aladar. Aladar. It's like, it's the kind of name that you think of when you're writing an epic fantasy for the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I totally see that, actually. It's like, it's, yes. And Aladar, king of the island. Yeah, it's like, you know. I'm Aladar. I'm gonna be a hero. <laughs> yeah, you same, know. Same, you know, Aladar. Yeah, you know how I know that is because. Look with Aladar in it. No, well. No, I didn't. Yes, it wasn't Aladar. Did. I didn't write a book with Aladar in it, but I wrote a book with a character whose name was incredibly similar to that. Kron is like a very generic anime, or not anime, sorry, fantasy style mm-hmm. bad guy named yeah. Two. Kind of a Conan the Barbarian kind of thing. Well, in so none of you listen to the band Rhapsody of Fire. They are a I do. Finish- okay, you do. Okay, good. They're, for context, they are an Italian fantasy metal band and all of their all of their albums 
are like have like a fantasy plot and they all interconnect and so there's like recurring characters between these metal albums and the big villain the two big villains of their quote-unquote series are named Kron and Necron (laughs) so it was really weird to see that come up again and I hate to say it but I think the plot to a metal band's album is more interesting than dinosaur significantly so because the first time i actually read what the plot was i was like holy crap this is dark <laughs> got christopher lee to narrate some of their albums oh which yeah because he was a huge fan of their their band i like yeah. how we're still dodging talking about dinosaur. like can we just dig in and anyone have anything positive to say before we jump to some negatives it um well okay a positive thing that i can say is that as bland as he is, Aladar as a hero makes sense. You know, his the way he acts makes sense in context, but he's still not very interesting. He's an admirable character, but it's super generic though. He's like, yeah. I'm yeah. going to help all of the weak ones. I'm like, okay, like that's cute, but this is nature. You're going to die. Like, yeah, I, and. It, you knew that was coming every time you saw him, but you never figured out yeah. like why he was that way, really. Mm-hmm. Also, all his interactions with children were really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Ron. Pause this. Yeah. I can understand. He wasn't terrible though. I can give you that. He was a heroic main character, yeah. whereas, like you know, Home on the Range, for mm. example. Yeah, and, yeah, and I liked, I liked Kron, and uh, what's the name of his second in command? Gall Blacks or something. Yeah. That's, you actually remember someone's name besides Kron and Aladair? <laughs> that's not actually it. <laughs> There's like the girl dinosaur, the other girl dinosaurs, <laughs> the boy dinosaurs. The boy. Prof- Professor McGonagall dinosaur. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. but I mean... It was Ruton, right? Yeah. I- it was what? Ruton? That was the sidekick. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at the GB. Bruton oh, like, or something like that. This name? <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. I don't Where know. They- his names like yeah it's like i out of eric's fanfic <laughs> i could easily write a better story than this but that's besides the point um i i like i don't know i like the potential that they had for some of these characters because they could have played up some of the things that they address a lot better so i'm giving it credit for having the potential to be something no. interesting, but uh, uh, how they actually it. dealt with it. No. I liked that Brutan died actually doing something heroic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. I didn't feel... Okay, I liked Kron to a point, because yeah. I felt like his position was valid throughout mm-hmm. until the very end. Yeah. Like, it made sense that you have to call the weak, especially when it was so... They were in such a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I felt like he was the one where, the, where he was going to take the blame for everything, but he also was the one that had to make sure that they didn't all die. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think he was – he was like when they were all greedy for water, at first I thought he was a huge dick, but then everyone was greedy for water. So I'm like, okay, yeah. that's the thing. So it's not just Kron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's – yeah, I mean meeting him again, all I remembered from the last time I'd watched it was that he's the bad guy because reasons, but then – I can't remember that much about this movie. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, we're getting, but rewatching this movie, I kind of found myself agreeing with him a lot more just because I'm like, look, yeah, it's, you're not all going to survive this. You're dinosaurs trekking across a desert with no water. Some of you are going to die and you're being chased by predators. The only way 
to not die is keep moving or do what they did at the end of the movie, which was realize they outnumber them and just, you know. Yeah, the end of the movie was where, yeah, that was the, the wasn't that the uh, plot resolution to um, Bugs Life? Other yeah, that was, yeah, it was. I did, uh, yeah, I liked Kron up to where he got super stupid and decided to try and climb the wall by himself when everyone was leaving. Because that also went completely against his character, mm -hmm. because his whole thing was he wanted to stick with the group. So yeah, he'd be mad at Alistar, Aldar, whatever his freaking name is, for pseudo-usurping him. Mm -hmm. But like, he seemed like he was smart enough that he would just go along with it and then like extract revenge once they got back. Like, to yeah. got to the yeah. safe place. It didn't fit him at all, which made me sad because I was like, oh, maybe this is, like, a redeeming character arc for Kron, which mm -hmm. would have made the movie slightly interesting, but it wasn't. It And the enemy, and the final boss died by falling off a piece of rock because we can't have Disney heroes actually kill the villains. It lost mm -hmm. to happen on accident. Yeah. Right. F you. Or I did think of something I like, actually. Oh, yeah? I liked that Kron's sister was the romance interest rather than her being interested in Kron and Aladar because I feel like that trope's overplayed. I'm yeah. not sure how overplayed it is that she's his sister, but I did feel like it was better than... I, I wish she actually did something in the movie, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm trying to find positives, guys. I found <laughs> one. I like that the dinosaurs, for the most part, are accurate to what we understood them to look like at the time that this movie came out. I didn't bother to dig deep in the research, but I'm pretty yeah. sure with the dinosaurs, they don't that they're mixing this is supposed to be like late cretaceous i think because mm. they're carnotaurs iguanodons aren't they mixing everything because they're mixing dinosaurs lemurs and birds like. okay yeah, that that's wrong like the, there were no monkeys or birds then yeah. but i i don't know if all the dinosaurs they put in there i can't Aren't remember there monkeys and birds at the end yeah like so they're just kind of mixing it all i mm. think not in a way that I makes sense. I remember if Brachiosauruses were Cretaceous. I'm pretty sure they weren't. Uh, I can't they remember. Are... I know that they at least we showed find a five-year-old. Yeah. Five-year-old would know. <laughs> Accessing inner five-year-old. But no, I mean they at least showed restraint. Late Jurassic, so they she wouldn't be alive. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean they were at least showing restraint in that they didn't just go in and throw in Triceratops and T-Rex in there as well. So they were carnivores instead of T Rex. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, because carnivores <laughs> are a cool underserved dinosaur, and I like that they look that they went for some of the. I can't remember any of their names, but the Triceratops-like dinosaurs that weren't actually Triceratops. Triceratons. This is like everything yeah. is late Cretaceous except that Brachiosaurus, because I'm pretty sure Iguanodons are late Cretaceous, carnivores mm -hmm. are late Cretaceous. Well, that 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 breed of triceratops is late cretaceous i think they had ankylosauruses though because that was the dog yeah i'm pretty sure that's like my inner mm -hmm. 10 year old showing i was really in the dinosaur <laughs> case somehow yeah. i don't same here i don't understand how disney has failed so hardcore on dinosaurs like it's not that hard of a concept to make cool oh no i'm wrong ankylosaurus is late cretaceous so okay. they're all fine except the brachiosaurus well it kind of sort of Where's almost makes sense because the brachiosaurus is her whole shtick is She's the last of her kind, which could make sense in so far that her kind has gone extinct, except for the fact that we're talking about she sh she's removed about by 30 million. million years. Yeah. So <laughs> somehow we survived this long. It's like it's like the time since man became into existence and now is less time than <laughs> when she existed and when the Cretaceous period happened. Yeah. Although so, 
Yeah, and having the lemurs there, and the moment where she, the what's her face, the ma- the mom lemur gets the the medicine from the plant, and I'm just like, why didn't you just have them be humans? It's about as anachronistic to have humans there as it is to have lemurs there. Just you want them to be humans. Littlest dinosaur, or whatever that movie's called, the. The Which one? The good dinosaur. The Pixar oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I do not like that movie either. <laughs> there they at least tried to explain what was going on. I thought parts of this movie looked okay. I thought mm. it was clever to use real backdrops with CG. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a comment about that. It's really striking now. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. They're not making footprints in the sand or whatever. Yeah. Okay, but like this movie is counts as one of the Disney animated films, right? But yeah. then... You're going to have something like The Jungle Book, where everything is CG except the kid and a couple like props. <laughs> and that's counted as a live-action film. I'm and just, then the Lion King movie is going to be, quote, live-action, but it's literally nothing but CG. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um... What? What? I yeah. don't... I don't understand. Honestly, when I, um... You know, this movie would still work and work better if you removed all of the dialogue, just just yes. excise it from the entire movie. That was how it was supposed to be. And then they, uh, whoever was currently in charge of Disney pushed back and said, no, they have to talk. Was it Katzenberg? Wanted- I want to blame it on Katzenberg. No, I think he was out by then because no, he was already yeah. in But they made a comp- but they were like, hey, this is going to be too much like Land Before Time if they talk, so we need to cut the talking out. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, the bold JK. We're not going to do that. Yeah, and then they go and not only are they talking, but they know the scientific names that humans gave these dinosaurs. Okay, no, I'm giving that a pass, Derek. No, 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 no. It's like Star Wars. You couldn't understand it if they were all talking in whatever language they talk in Star Wars. It has to be translated for humans. It's fine. Yeah, except for the fact that Land Before Time did it in a way that made sense. They called them names that described what they looked like. I'm not saying it was done well. I'm just saying that is a nitpick and it deserves a pass. I'd like to point out that this this movie was released the week that they spoiled the next Magic the Gathering set, and the next Magic the Gathering set is all dinosaurs. <laughs> it's dinosaurs and pirates that ride dinosaurs. Nice. Like, Why were there not pirates that ride moment. dinosaurs in this movie? That would have been so cool. Oh my gosh. Like, the Magic cards are cooler than the freaking... <laughs> I hate the focus of this film on mating. I was like, I don't care about your stupid mates. Like, yeah, that was a little weird in a kid's movie to be like, we're going to go to the dinosaur bone town. And then that's where they were going. It was like, uh, also, why would the old Brachiosaurus go when she has no one to mate with or the Triceratops? She's just there. Okay. She's there. Grandma, like, well, I was gonna say they're to watch, but also inappropriate. Or that, you know, no, judge, <laughs> no judgments, no judgments, okay, slight judgments, but not not. Derek, not make sure it. you rate this one higher on the podcast rating. We have to censor all our swears out, or else <laughs> <laughs> we get to the next movie. Um, oh, I hate that they blurred all the action scenes because I thought there was something wrong with my TV. Good stuff still. Oh, this is good stuff. Well, we? I'm on. I'm on the negative. I, I said I like the backgrounds. Okay. I thought that was clever. The part with like the tyran tyran the oh my gosh, I forgot the name of the, the not dinosaur that flies. Tyrannodon. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Tyr- I like where the tyrannodon flies at the beginning over the ocean. Like that didn't look super fake. It's whenever they have to like actually walk on the ground, and it's like. Mm-hmm. 
No. All right, we can talk about bad stuff. This movie's boring. Yeah. All the, they all talk like late 90s, early 2000s characters, and it's really jarring. It's like super dated for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I'm amazed at how much it makes me hate some of these characters. Like the stupid monkey. I hated all the monkeys. Yeah, it's... They, they were just super annoying. But that's and point. why? Yeah. They had no point at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, besides being the ones that raised Aladar... Once the actual plot started happening, they didn't do anything. But it's like it's like saying, you know, Tarzan is raised by gorillas, but the gorillas have no point in the story. <laughs> like, okay, that's great that he was raised by gorillas. He's still, like, you know... Somehow can still speak their language. Like, I thought that was going to be like a language barrier thing. No. He's learned monkey talk, but he can still just talk to other guanadons. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't speak late 90s um, like, that's cliches. That's Tarzan even did that better. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, and Tarzan, I guess, in a way, he is looking for his mate, but it's not like this one where it's like, That's oh, it. the poor guy, all of us monkeys have shacked up together and he's all alone. Yeah, that was really uncomfortable too, where it's like, it's like a kid's and they're like, take all the dudes to the monkey humping party. And uh-huh. you're like, why? <laughs> why? Like, and then... But they spend that time on them, and then all the monkeys just burn. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> like we said, like all die. Fucking their mate, and then nope, they're all burned. That's, they're all dead. That's what's sad because he sucks. Oh, who cares? No one cares. You don't spend any time getting to actually know how these characters are. Like, Except for the creepy one that survives and then hits on all the girl monkeys. Either. Like I felt like I knew Kron's motivation. And even Kron's sidekick's motivation, more than I knew any of the other characters, like, what they wanted. Like, saying, I want to go to the egg grounds is not a motivation. It's like a character motivation movie. Or, like, the Iguanodon, Aladar never really, like, felt conflicted about finding people that were like himself. So when he did, there was, like, no epiphany, really. He did stand there, but he didn't, like, have a moment where he's, like... Well, I'm not the only type of my kind. Like, I understand now why I don't fit in with the weird monkeys that are really small. Yeah, like, it felt like this movie didn't understand how to make a movie. Like, mm-hmm. it just kind of slapped it together, and I can see why they shut down their CG department after this movie and then started it back up later, because it's just. I'm pretty sure they started it back later in response to DreamWorks, but. Yeah, I can. Yeah, well, and because they were fighting with Pixar, right? So, I mean, it was a bad choice for them to restart, as we'll get to later. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, overall, I don't know. Any other? It's so hard to think of negatives for this movie because it's just so. It's just a whole lot of nothing. It's like, a it whole lot of nothing. It doesn't make me like angry or anything or upset. It just kind of made me really bored. And I will admit, I was so bored. I watched the trailer for Chicken Little while I was watching it because I was going to Chicken Little next. <laughs> this is the time it's to make a mistake. To be fair, but yeah, just you knew what was going to happen in the plot from a mile away. It literally mm-hmm. slammed before time without any of the actual emotional resonance that that film carries. They even had a silent character that was like an ankylosaurus mm-hmm. like they had, had spike equivalent wasn't spike a stegosaurus no. 
No, he was... Spike's not an Ankylosaurus. Yeah, Spike is totally an Ankylosaurus. No, no. is he really? He's at least of a similar variety. He didn't have a uh, bone club on the end of his tail, but he was the same sort of general variety. Uh, That just makes me hate this movie. He is a Stegosaurus. He just doesn't have his spines. Really? He... Yeah. Oh, I have to admit that I was wrong last week that Rabbit is not one is an actual rabbit and was not one of the plushes, even though I said I thought it was. James pointed that out. Mm. I swear I remember watching a, a Winnie the Pooh movie that had a stuffed rabbit in it, but I'm wrong. So to be fair, there may be that. If somebody knows where it is, please mm. let us know. Yeah, maybe in the many adventures. <laughs> The bastardization of Winnie the Pooh, they do that. I, I mean, the care. new adventures? At that one. I don't care. Anyway, Dinosaur. Any, does anyone have any other opinions on this film? Negative ones? I don't even care. I, it's just very blah. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. One minor nitpick was that the only time any of the Iguanodons used their thumb spikes was in the fight between Kron and Aladar, when I was just like... Use them against the Carnotaur. You've got these giant bone spikes that you can stab the crap out of him with. Do that. To yeah. be fair, this movie would have been better if it had been more adult. Yeah. And they could have done that. Yeah. Another thing was that as they were, you know, they were kind of um yelling at the Carnotaur to drive him away. And you saw that, I can't remember their exact name, but the Triceratops kind of guys with the long, single longhorn. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking to myself, okay, I know you're dinosaurs and you can't think strategically, but put those guys in front. They are your pike wall. And well, see, but that could have been an interesting thing if Aladar, you know, had been the chosen one and knew how to do things strategically and, like, taught them to fight or something. Yeah. Or, like, had some backstory where he taught the monkeys how to do things more strategically and then it comes into play at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, like, yes. foreshadowing. Like they could. I mean, that wouldn't have made the movie good, but it would have made it better. Yeah. Made it watchable. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently the raptors. Good. Apparently, someone made the raptors were supposed to have feathers originally, not because of science, but because they wanted it to look like Native Americans. Oh no! Why? But they didn't, which is weird because if they had given them feathers, they would have been more accurate <laughs> based on you know what we know now about dinosaurs. Yeah. So, well, they certainly look more like raptors than um. The Jurassic sure. Park ones. Oh yeah, and they're the right size too. They're they're not yeah. super great. Yeah, I guess nobody want. I guess Jurassic Park wouldn't have taken off if they'd have called them the Utah Raptors instead. It's weird that this film wasn't filmed for 3D because there were a lot of scenes that felt like it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't. This was pre 3D. I don't know. I just thought that was weird because watching, I'm like, oh, here's the obvious 3D pandering. And then I'd be like, wait, no, this is 2000. We didn't have 3D movies. Chicken Little, on the other hand, was filmed for 3D. But I don't know yeah. why. Well, I mean, but... we had 3D in like IMAX, but not not. I don't everywhere. think this one came in 3D, did it? I don't. I don't think so. Well, I I'm, don't think so. I'm pretty sure we. I don't know whether this movie came in 3D, but I'm pretty sure that we had 3D movies in IMAX because I remember watching a movie in 3D in an IMAX well, theater when, before this came out. When was Spy Kids three? Because that's the only one I remember being like 3D before oh, yeah. the 3D that's craze. True. And that. That's mm. probably after the year 2000. I'm pretty sure that was a... Sorry, I yawned. Spy Kids 3. Game over? No, I thought... Okay, yeah, I guess 3. Yeah, 3, because 3 was 3D. 2003. Yes, yeah, hmm. so I don't think this was 3D. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, fair enough. Back when Roger Rodriguez was making movies. 
Now he makes terrible trash. Well, I guess that was also terrible trash. I but mean, anyway. Spy Kids is pretty terrible trash, but... Um, so, final thoughts on Dinosaur. That was quick. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, it's... It's not offensive. There's plenty to nitpick for an old dinosaur fan. Mm-hmm. But its main offense is that it's bland, generic, and boring, and that it wastes a lot of potential. How many stars would you get? Eh, two. I have to reserve the one star for next. I think we can have a special zero star this episode. Can we really? Yeah. For this okay. one episode only. So if we okay. can have one zero star this one episode only, Jay, or Derek, does that change it to one, or are you still on two? I'm still on a two. Okay, that's that's totally fair. James? Uh, I'm going to give it a one star because we have a special rating. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd give it a two. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think it's boring. I don't recommend watching it. I guess if somebody really loved dinosaurs, it might be nice for a parent that's like, you know, sick to death to land before time. Yeah, if you really love dinosaurs, you should just watch Walking with Dinosaurs, yeah. which is also CG dinosaurs, but it's interesting. That's true. Which is what I wanted this movie to be. Well, yeah. I'm fine with it having some talking if it, mm. like, actually made a point slash was part of the plot, and it was not. Like, mm. it just talked, but then they had the normal dinosaur problems, and this movie has... Yeah, why did they have to be dinosaurs? Like, you could have done a movie with anything. Anything, and it would have been the same movie. They could have been dogs or cows or whatever. Yeah, it mm. could have been set in New York and been cats and dogs. It would have been the same movie. Yeah. Except that were really weird. They're looking for like the egg grounds and their dogs or cats in New York. <laughs> but Going to be fair to this film, I sure enjoyed it more than the next one. Yeah, that's fair. Um I I think I also would give it I don't know. I'm actually torn. Because I want to give it two, but I think I gave a little mermaid two, and that's just not right. So <laughs> maybe Little Mermaid three. I don't remember. What did I give Little Mermaid two or three? I don't know. I don't write this stuff down. Someone has to listen to our <laughs> podcast and tell us what our scores are. I'll ask our <laughs> listener that I actually recording this. But I mean, I'll just give it one just to be safe. Hmm. Like it's not offensive, but it's completely not. Like everybody, all right. I'm gonna listen, people. Listen, listen close. Everybody in their life has a limited amount of time before they're dead. You can't stop this. Everyone will die. For you, why not save an hour and a half of life doing anything else besides watching Dinosaur? Instead, use it to listen to a podcast where a bunch of idiots talk about Dinosaur. Because that's such a better use of your time. One star. Uh, it gave, made me have an existential crisis, but not as much as the next movie. <laughs> so, let's do the list. Um, I'm going to start. list the last off. three or four. list the last four because Oliver and Company is in it. Okay, good. So Oliver and Company, Pocahontas, why? Brother Bear, and Home on the Range. Um, I say this goes at number 20 above Home on the Range. Wait. I'd yeah. put it below Home on the Range, to be honest. Mm. I'd rather watch Home well, on the Range again. Actually, wait. Brother Bear. Did I enjoy this more than Brother Bear? No, I did not. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah no, I'd say... Put it between Brother Bear and Home on the Range. That's where I'd put it, too. Are you okay with that, James? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because Home on the Range was crass in moments where it shouldn't have been. And Dinosaur was just bland and boring. 
to me, there was more redeeming qualities in Home on the Range than this. Not to say that there were many, but since they were yodeling by. Yes, there were zero redeeming qualities in Dinosaur and a handful in Home on the Range, even though Home on the Range is offensive and Dinosaur has nothing offensive in it. Well, except, I don't know, maybe the mating thing is offensive. Who knows? (laughs) Slightly. I didn't want to think about monkeys shacking up at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, well, see, so... (laughs) That's so good. I, I would put uh, Dinosaur below Home on the Range, personally. Mm. But I'm fine with it above. I'm just telling you why. Okay. I'm trying to talk more. It has great background pictures of Hawaii. That's the only reason why I'm putting it above Home on the Range. It really <laughs> did. I thought it was fine. Like, here's the thing. I If I had a kid that, like, I don't know, and I was like, do I want to show my kid Dinosaur or do I want to show my kid Home on the Range? I'd probably show him Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want him to see him on the range. I don't want him exposed <laughs> to Roseanne as a cow. That's yeah. that's a little much. I don't well, get... see talking about her real udder, and you're like, uh, uh. And my kid will probably just fall asleep during Dinosaur, so that's a bonus, because kids are annoying. <laughs> and if they're asleep, they're less annoying. So, <laughs> Dinosaur has more intrinsic value in a child sedative than Home on the Range does. Yeah. Next Fair. move. Uh. So, after uh, Dinosaur didn't do as well as they thought, they shuttered their CG thing, and then Shrek came out, and then Shrek 2 came out, and Disney was like, hey, people are liking them sassy animated films that are like spoofs and have cultural references and pop songs in them. So, they made a movie called Chicken Little in 2005, and the plot is – I I'm just getting angry looking at I'll this. tell you what the plot is. Fluff this. Fluff this. Censor that channel. <laughs> so know what James said. <laughs> um, yeah, go flock yourself. So yes. uh, the plot is that Chicken Little lives in like his town, kind of like Zootopia. It's full of animals. At the very beginning, the sky falls on his head, but then everybody – I'm not going to go into much detail for my anger's sake for now. But I'm then everybody – mad just thinking. Everybody convinced that he's just crazy and he thought it was an acorn, you know, kind of like the fable sort of. So they just ignore him, which is not like the fable. Then a year passes and apparently everyone still hates him. So he's being psychologically and physically abused and rejected by the town. And, and his the, dad – and his father. Yeah, we'll get. We will definitely get into oh, that. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. It turns out that he finds another piece of the sky, and it turns out that is aliens. And then one of the alien kids gets stuck on Earth, so all of the aliens come back, and people think it's an alien invasion. No, there are no people. Sorry, all of the freaking dumbass animals think it's an alien Thank invasion. You. <laughs> and, uh, they take. But Chicken Little realizes they just want the kid back, so they give the kid back, and they realize it was it was you know, it was just just a misunderstanding, and the aliens are just good parents, and they want their kid, and uh, then Chicken Little uh, is famous now for good reason, and they make a movie about him, uh-huh. and that movie ends. Mm. And this synopsis that I just gave you is better than the actual movie. Uh-huh. Like, if this were the movie, the synopsis I just made, it would have been better because I cut out all the stuff that makes me really angry for the sake of brevity. <laughs> so, 
Although the aliens still make me angry. Aliens make you angry? Yeah. I like that the eyes rotated. I can put that on. That's my one like. I actually have two likes, I think, for this movie. Um, That's more than me. By two. Uh. <laughs> um, so, has, have either of you seen this movie? I actually have only seen trailers, and I think I saw a tiny bit of it at, like, someone's house. But I all I knew was that it was the sky is falling, chicken little... But but the the gag is that it's actually aliens, which I didn't think was super mm-hmm. clever. But I was like, that's an interesting take on a fable that has almost nothing in it already, mm-hmm. right? Um, I hate this movie. Um, I joke on this podcast and play a persona where I get angry at films, um, where I am at, uh, everything on the list. I haven't actually got angry at. I've been bored and annoyed. But most of the time with media, if I don't like it, I'm just like, okay, it's not for me. And I move on. This film made me physically angry. And like, mm-hmm. I have not been physically angry at a movie in a long time. So I hate it. It's a piece of <laughs> Derek. Um, so I hadn't seen this before and I thought it was a little strange that we were, um, reviewing a, an old Disney animated short instead of a full length movie. But I really quite enjoyed it. I mean, it was classic. It was on the DVD. With hey, the... <laughs> animated. Okay, there is an animated short that is not this. Really enjoyed okay. the Nazi propaganda over the aliens. Yeah. No, well, yeah, no, I did actually watch this. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. That's what it's about. It's about Nazis. It's, it was made in World War II. It's actually like a half. That was about Nazis, and the new one was made by Nazis, so it <laughs> checks out. Yeah. So I had and actually watched this once little. before. I didn't. Re- I remembered little bits, but I didn't remember enough. I didn't like remember hating bit. it, but rewatching it, yeah, no, this is this is a terrible movie, and for many reasons, and some of which are we'll get into shall we say games so i was following <laughs> disney pretty hardcore like knew what their entire thing was they were working on when this movie was being worked on i was feeling very uh, optimistic about this film because the director was the director of emperor's new groove and i thought oh chicken little i've always thought that was a fairy tale that could use some embellishment i liked the idea of aliens ended up seeing it like a couple years after it came out, I remember hating it. I remember wanting to kill myself watching it. And I returned it to whoever I had borrowed it from. And then I have not thought about it since. And so rewatching it, I was furious literally the entire time that they fluffed this up so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I hate everything about this film. Yeah, but I, people are going to take that as a great assault because you hate everything about Oliver and Company, no, which is not no, bad. It's not true. <laughs> okay. Oliver Company is fine. I will watch what? Oliver Company again over this film. This film, like, literally made me stop it and, like, go outside and breathe because I was so mad. I had to go into some deep meditation sessions to purge mm. my soul. I had to go see darkness. my counselor over this movie. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I think we're going to need to rename our podcast again to the Chicken Little Support Group. Same. (laughs) Chicken Little can suck it. Yeah. 
I, I'm, and I think over the last 10 years after first seeing it, like I had purged it from my memory because it makes me so angry. Yeah, well, and, now I'm old and grumpy, so I'm never going to forget. Thanks for this podcast, guys. You really it's Derek's fault. Did it. You made me watch something that was that made me actually angry. Well, after I finished this movie, I tried to think back on all the movies I've seen over the past couple of years and like think of a movie that I actually was like mad over. Right. And I watch a lot of old movies with my wife, and some of them are very overtly sexist, right? And sometimes that bothers me, but it doesn't ever make me angry. I can always write it off as like, oh, that's how it was at the times. But that was really the only thing I could find where I was like, I would have left the theater in disgust and just rage, right? Like, mm-hmm. there has to be another movie. Everyone I- involved with this film should be ashamed of themselves. Mm. I yeah. just think Zach Graff has an okay VO voice. Yeah. Um, honestly, the last movie that I movies that I can think of that I got angry at were well, not really angry, angry, but the most annoyed I got at them were the remake of Alice in Wonderland and Maleficent. But wow, you got angry over worthless things. Yeah. This is worth getting angry over. Ah, no, the remake of Alice in Wonderland, I think, is kind of has merit. It has Christopher yeah, Lee for a moment. Story. Making her the hero. Angry at. Sorry, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> I'd rather have Alice as a hero with a sword than watch whatever this garbage was. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Like, I'm looking on my IMDb list to find all the things I gave really low stars to. Oh, no, my IMDb, my Rotten Tomatoes review list. Because I put movies I hate on there. And I, like, can't find anything. Hmm. Like, okay. Oh, wait. No. The Internship. I watched... I didn't watch that one. Half the movie and quit. I was so mad. Um, but that movie didn't make me as mad as this movie did. And that's a freaking terrible... <laughs> uh, no. I don't remember who was it. Owen Williams and somebody else. Yeah, that movie oh, made yeah, me... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, wait. Yeah. Batman and Robin. I got five minutes into that movie and quit. That was the only time I've ever quit a movie. When I was a kid. I almost quit this movie so many times. I don't know how I got through it. Yeah. 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 It's I, God bless America. That one was <laughs> Alright. Um positives. I like that they got Adam West to voice the actor that plays Chicken Little in the movie. At the end. At the very I, I end. Don't even- you paid enough attention by that point to know that, but I mean, look, a little bit of been a positive. I had noticed as well. That yeah. joke felt a little too late, um, but I do appreciate that it was like one of the few jokes in the film that was kind of funny. Yeah, I it made me want to watch that version of the movie rather than what we got because it would have been an entire movie of Adam West. Um, would have been more watchable. Yep. The, int- the fake starting of the show with the narrator doesn't come back was weak, but I did chuckle when like they showed the storybook open hmm. and then they just released it. No, I, I chuckled when it was closing. When he <laughs> says, "I'll just close that," that gave me a little chuckle because oh, like they I'm just they pissed they, off from that moment. They like showed it in reverse, and I thought that was like this is such a cheap and lazy gag, but like they're kind of owning it, and I thought that that one. Hmm instance of it closing was funny not the whole joke because I, I felt like that joke soured me really hardcore on this film that was like, lame. really like i've watched how many disney movies have we watched in the last couple months uh 21 that had 
good openings. 21. Like decent Direct, openings. Well, King, which is the one with the best opening. They're not wrong. Like, Apparently, not as good as Beauty and the Beast, though. No, shut up. Beauty and the Beast has a fine opening. <laughs> has an excellent opening, and also, Let's no more of you. Yeah, anyway. Okay, other things I liked. You said there were two. What's the second one? That's not dead air. That's a dramatic pause. It's called pregnant Uh-oh. pause. Um, Thank you for reminding me. I may have cut it. <laughs> I like that the alien's eyes spun around. Oh, you already said that. Okay. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was. A, it wasn't like a visual gag or anything. I just. I liked it. Yeah. Something to look at that wasn't the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's like a fish spinner, but for eyes. <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now because I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because I gotta kill myself. Uh, <laughs> so, let's just get into this movie. Yes. Uh, should we talk about Buck? Let's. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about Buck. That actually describes what I, this movie should do to itself. Um, <laughs> Tarantino already made that joke in Kill Bill. Oh yeah. About this movie? No. Oh, about the name Buck. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, they talk about Chicken Little, Little in Kill Bill. No, because Kill Bill is a good movie. <laughs> it's like, what? What is happening? So, a context, I guess, for people who haven't seen it is at the beginning of the film, you know, Chicken Little says the sky is falling and he's under some tree, and then Acorn falls on his head, and his dad, whose name is Buck, tells everyone, "Oh, it's just kidding. It was an acorn." And he's like, "Stop! Tell, stop! Son, you're embarrassing me. We're just gonna roll with this." And then through the rest of the movie, he just never believes in his son nope. at all. Until he's literally the worst Disney father of all time. He's like the worst father in any – like I've watched movies with like dark movies with like abusive parents. Like he's up there. He's, like, he, well, he is emotionally abusive. Yeah, yeah. he's terrible. And and the movie's like supposed to be about how important fatherhood is, I think, and like mm. believing in your children. Like, what kind of terrible example is this? That's not. Oh my gosh, well, I hate him. Yeah, and we'll get to the plot part that's a problem anyway later because the whole baseball section has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. However, Chicken Little does well at baseball, and all of a sudden his dad likes him. And then as soon as we're back to the sky is falling, he's back to, no, son, you're crazy, and emotionally distant and abusive again. Which yeah, proves like, it's all superficial. Which proves his entire fatherhood shtick is superficial. Which means even the ending, where he, like, finally trusts his son to the No, point he doesn't. He's just glad his son's a movie star. Like When he's helping him, like, return the alien, but it's played off for comedy because he feels like he's obligated to do it now because of the way he acts. Because he's like, I'm doing it because I support you. And he says it, like, six times, which is proof that he's not actually doing it to support him. He's doing it because he thinks it's what he should do. Yeah. It just proves it's completely superficial. Yeah. Um. There's the moment where, you know, where he comes in and he to their house and he pauses at the picture of the family and he says something about to the extent of oh wife person who was never mentioned before this if only you were here you would know what to do it's like this is a character that is incapable of relating to other people other than with things that he is interested in so he's mm-hmm. interested in baseball and when his son shows himself to be good at baseball he is interested then but not supportive i mean at the very beginning 
and it just kind of only interested. He's always interested in his son being in baseball when his son proves that he could do something good at it. Yeah. When his son mm-hmm. to sign up. He's like, uh, no, you kind of suck at everything, son. So you should yeah. definitely not yeah. expand your horizon. Yeah. And I'm definitely not going to support you. Yeah. So, cause it's like the thing about that, that drives me crazy is that they're playing him off as someone that doesn't know how to relate to his son, but I have no sympathy for that because he's forcing his son to find a way to relate to him. He is the adult. It doesn't matter if your son is not interested in yes. what you're interested in. You have to find out how to relate to him. If you have to fake interest in your kid's hobbies, then guess what? You're going to have to do that. Okay. That was my biggest problem with the film is that it, it portrayed parental love as something that you the child has to earn, yes. not the ch- mm. something that a child should inherently and expect. Clearly, yeah. the three of us are not parents, nope. but I would wager that both of you have, like me either faked interest or at least been enough interested to to one of your nieces or nephews mm. or like a kid at church or school or something. Well, like my niece is definitely interested in some Derek stuff. Derek has I no don't really care about. That's, that's, <laughs> <Hey>. Well, <laughs> Nathan, since you have nieces and nephews, um, but like my niece is way into looking at maps and geography and I'm not like the most interested in that. But I'll totally sit down and look at maps with her and talk about the continents and, you know, what animals live on which continent because she cares about it. And yeah. foster that young mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I already know that this is a little personal introspection, but I already know that I'm bad at talking to people about things that I'm not interested in. But I li- I'd like to imagine that the fact that I'm aware of this means that I'm just aware enough to know that, hey... I'm in a situation where it's not about me anymore. It's about this other person, and I need to do what I can to relate to them. It's going to be difficult, but it has to be done. Just because it's difficult doesn't mean you have any any excuse to give up on it. It's like, he has responsibilities as a father, and responsibilities are not always things that you like. And if it's something that you're bad at and that... You don't doesn't come easily to you, and you don't enjoy it. Then, well, guess what? <laughs> you essentially signed a life contract to do that. No. That's the thing that bugs me too about his wife being gone. It's like, okay, she's gone slash dead. I'm not sure. I assume dead from the context of the film. Go get some help. Probably Go don't. get counseling. Yeah, and it also like, fosters this idea in film that fathers can't relate to children, and mothers are the ones that. Yeah, that foster that relationship, which is not true even remotely. Yeah, like I don't know the amount of times. Okay, here's what really pissed me off: like the amount of times that something happens to Chicken Little, and he's clearly emotionally distraught. Like when he's at the principal's office after pulling the fire alarm, or when the stuff falls on his head, and his father just walks away without yes. him. I'm like, are you like that would have been even a small thing they could have done in the movie where he's like. Because there's parts where he's like, oh, son, it's fine. Like, when he comes out of the prison office, he's like, don't worry about it. It's cool. But he doesn't, like, hold his hand and walk with him or, like, pat him on the head or be like, you know, come on. Let's go get ice cream or something, right? You know, like, it, it, like anything he just leaves him there. would do. Like, yeah. it's so gross. I don't understand why they as, thought this character was okay. As frustrated as I was with Nani and Lilo's relationship slash uh, living arrangement. It is a million times better. It's. Like, you go back and you look at that and you're like, 
No, Nani actually loves her sister. Whether or not like things were working, clearly they weren't, in my opinion. But this is so much worse. Mister Bubbles need to take Chicken Little away from Buck. Yeah, it's before he need to take Lilo. Like, I know neither of you watch Steven Universe, but just as a slight tangent, Buck makes me appreciate the character of Greg in that show so much more. Yes, because and the thing is, the reason I bring it up is because. He's a great example of a slightly deadbeat kind of person also being a really good father and just showing mm-hmm. all the ways that you're, that you, that you can be a good father and just seeing that contrast between both of those characters. I'm just like, this just makes Buck all the worse when I see it done well in other media. Buck's worse than a deadbeat though. Oh yeah. Significantly. Like he's, he's withholding. He's abusive. Them. Yeah, that is a withholding emotional, like necessary emotional, like support as a parent is. I'm pretty sure is considered abusive under yeah. like yeah. U.S. law. Like yeah. that is literally the definition of child abuse, and he does it constantly. And the th- the saddest part is is he's not the only one, right? Like ch- no, tangent I mean, off this is everybody abuses him. Every mm-hmm. single character in this movie makes me angry for what for a kid that made a mistake that like pulled the essentially pulled the town fire alarm for a second and yeah it was this giant wave of hilarious destruction but he didn't actually do any of that yeah it was their own stupid fault but but they feel like they should ostracize him and punish him for this one mistake the whole town like forever every single person in the town like what Except for, you know, his small group of outcast friends. So, I, I don't know, I think... I hate his group of friends. Because they're not even very supportive either, they're just there. Mm. They're like talking heads. Like, well, like the, mo- the whole ton of the movie is the talking heads. It's yeah. true. Yeah. But like, let's recap what we just saw. I'm your supportive friend, and I'm going to tell you what happened to you the last year. Hmm. I'm going to tell you constantly to reconcile with your father and not actually do anything about that and just bring it up constantly to show that we as the film creators understand that this is a problem, but we're not going to like show it in the story. It's not his problem to fix. That's the other thing too. It's like, that's the duck. Like, well, but also Abby, like Mm. that duck is so annoying. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. She uh, was the least offensive out of all the characters. I no, think Fish was the least offensive of all the characters. I don't know. His, I hate the fish. I hate the fish. His antics were just not funny. Stupid? Well, yeah, he just this to make cultural references, but at least he doesn't talk. Yeah. Um, okay, speaking of cultural references, why Indiana Jones? Why would the animals be watching Indiana Jones? It's just <laughs> for the joke of the boulder rolling through the theater, and it's not that funny. Fish use paper to make a Empire State Building and then swat away planes like King Kong. What? Why? They watched Shrek. That's why. Like, we can't... Let's be completely... Like, that's clearly what they did. This is... Shrek is a film that lampoons a genre that is a little mean-spirited, but plays it for comedy, right? And... But this is, like... And has tons of cultural references. No, this this is one of the most mean-spirited films I've ever seen. And this is a Disney. Like, the amount of abuse that he goes through in the opening that's supposed to be, like, funny slash character development is, like, horrific. Yeah. Like, okay, and I also have a problem with that, too. So usually you have someone that is, like, either relatable or you have sympathy for them, but they also have, like, some positive character traits. 
literally the only thing that defined Chicken Little was everyone hates him. Mm. And he occasionally is inventive. Yeah. Yeah, but then he's also so stupid that he can't even say a full sentence to the reporter. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, actually. Like, I think how they... How is he inventive, but then he's just like... <laughs> it's an inconsistent character. I mean, I think what they were going for at that moment was that he was, like, maybe suffering a mild concussion from being hit in the head by an acorn that, relative <laughs> to his head, is the size of a baseball. But at least that's how I saw it. Yeah, but think of how many Disney films have characters that are way down on their luck, but we still like them. Mulan. Aladdin. Aladdin. Like... It's sitter in Lilo, like sister and Lilo and Stitch, both of them actually, both Lilo and Nani. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, like Simba in the second half of the movie, mm-hmm. like Bella and Beasts, like Quasimodo. Yeah, Quasimodo, yes. great example. Who is mm-hmm. not only that's actually an excellent example because he is actively hated by society and for no reason, mm-hmm. besides the fact that he's ugly. But the film works with that and works around his character. To make him very sympathetic. Well, but also, Quasimodo, like, the people who yeah, Quasimodo the, interacts so. with work for him. Like, Esmeralda and Phoebus and Quasimodo work. Yeah. Fat Pig and Ugly Duckling do not work with Chicken Little. Yeah. Like, they didn't... Fish. It almost... Ugh, honestly, this... Um, this feels a little more in line with Hercules, where people hating him didn't make any sense in that movie and even more so here yeah but in hercules it's like a throwaway gag at the beginning of the movie and this yeah. one's the theme of the film it's, is everyone the hates entire them. 90 minutes yeah i was just gonna say it's like this movie i mean there have been a lot of movies where the main character is hated by a large group of people and well one that comes to mind is um paranorman which is and a significantly better movie than this one by a wide margin, but it kind of has this thing where the main character is weird, and because he sees dead people, and a lot of people kind of don't really aren't down with his weirdness. But mm-hmm. it may it it's just it feels more realistic than because that movie is literally about witch hunts in the end, and right. this one it just like, feels like why. There are reasons why all the characters we've listed are down on their luck before. Chicken Little saying the sky was falling. I think people would just have laughed it off. And also, his dad should have stood up for him, and his friends should have stood up for him from the beginning. They oh, it's, have so, made... it's so gross when like he does it again, and his dad just openly refuses oh. to stand up to him, with him. And after, after like... After the whole baseball and their bonding or something, and then now that was the scene where he should have stood up for him, but the town still ridiculed them both. But he still right. stood with it, and then you could have continued the plot as perfectly usual, like, and they could have reconciled then instead of in the middle of an alien invasion. Yeah, the reconciliation didn't work with the climax. Nope. Well, the reconciliation like, didn't make sense. That's, I mean, yes. Him kissing the duck was weird and gross. Why, and like, why did they add that in there? That. <laughs> was so frustrating yeah yeah that was bizarre but i mean the thing is with buck is that the only reason he reconciles is because his son is proven to be right but here's the thing he's shown to be chronically emotionally abusive aliens invading sad to say are not enough to break that cycle of behavior no he would go back the only reason 
Yeah, and the only reason why he pseudo-reconciled the first time was because he found out his son was good at sports. Wasn't even good at sports, just got lucky. Right. Which, yeah, it's... it's like We could tout him in front of the whole town and be like, look, my son is a sports star like me. Yeah, okay, can we talk about how, like, the how... So imagine if you're a kid watching this movie, right? And you don't remember most of the movie. But mm-hmm. you remember, like, the lessons that the movie teaches you because kids are impressionable. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the lesson in this film is in order to have worth as a child, you have to be good at sports. Or in order to have worth as a child, you have to be good at the same thing your father was if we're going to, mm-hmm. like, we're gonna boil mm-hmm. it down more. But it is very objectively – or it is very much pushing towards the sports thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it's, it then never brings up for the rest of the movie. Like, what is the moral here that children? Like, that's a terrible moral. Or if, the moral is if you think you see something, no one's going to believe you. You're made fun of, so don't talk about yeah. it. Keep your mouth shut. Don't. Yeah, you didn't see loose lips. Yeah, sink ships. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like there is, you know, there is potential in the. Son doesn't relate to father. Uh, father was good at sports. Son decides to become good at sports, and then at the end, he learns that. That wasn't what was really important. That's every movie ever, though. There's a movie yeah. called Searching no. Bobby Fisher. It's really good about yeah. a child chess prodigy whose father wants him to play sports and how they can't connect on an emotional level. Mm. And it stars Ben Kingsley, who is who's a good actor. That's a great <laughs> movie that has similar character. I don't want to say that's degrading to Searching for Bobby Fisher. But it has a similar, I guess, sort of setup of the parental relationships that they need a similar theme that they and it's a movie yeah and it's a film made for children it's rated pg and i watched it as a kid because i love chess but Mm -hmm. you get the themes of understanding this part where the father and son can't connect because they like different things but they both try really hard to make especially the father try really hard to make it work because they care about each other see and if buck had been trying the whole movie i wouldn't hate this movie well i would probably still dislike it immensely for but, other reasons that we'll get to later, we, but at least there wasn't that piece that, like, was, like emotionally. This, this character you just wanted to strangle the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, it's almost but, like they went with a story idea that has been done well, but then they just, for whatever reason, botched it completely. That's literally every single thing about this film, well, though. Mm-hmm. But the other, yeah, the other thing is like, from what we've been discussing, the whole sports, old father, like all of that disappears. At the halfway point, yeah, it's just gone. The movie turns into an alien invasion, sort of. It really was a waste of time. It really was. It's like, what was this movie? Was it supposed to be a chicken? Like, there was a decent movie here where Chicken Little was wrong, and the town ostracized him, and the movie's about him reconciling with his father, right? About not about something about him being a wrong about something if it and was don't... a reconciliation it only buck like only could have not defended him about that one thing right. and then had to work over that one thing it could not it still could not be buck has never supported him ever in anything yeah. sure but i mean the second half of the movie is like what he was right so and then like it shows that the aliens are better parents than buck is that the point like i don't get it well, it's they certainly were. That's why, because there's someone there who can actually nurture, because men can't. That makes perfect. <sighs> and I'm like, this this just makes me so mad. Yeah. Can it's... we move on to something else that makes me angry? Um, yeah. Well, good with this. Actually, Go ahead, before we Terrence. do that, um, oh, one one slight reprieve for something positive. I thought the announcer what? at the final at the final baseball game was kind of funny. 
just the yeah. whole the whole bit about it's not about the winning it's about the glory it's about the glory and the bragging and the na 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 we yeah, but beat that's you. just being spirited too and what's a yeah. kid that yeah. gonna think well yeah, like the, the coach it, when he's like okay popular kids versus the losers <laughs> i'm like jeez yeah. i think that was supposed to be funny but i'm just like yeah. are, you, are you kidding me yeah okay and there was and just sorry with the baseball game as well there was the bit where they had the mayor and they had the cards where it's like oh quick change sides follow the crowd which it was a funny gag but i hated that, that character kind of <laughs> yeah it makes me so mad that the mayor was voiced by don knots and that was like his last like acting thing acting yeah. job i'm so angry about this film i can't even talk anymore <laughs> it's like his last acting job and he was in that it's like this oh, just what a waste of talent. Oh, Sorry. What are you going to say, James? That's okay. Too angry. The animation makes me want to die. <laughs> I hate it so much. Actually, it was worse than Dinosaur. It, five years later. It was so bad. It Every single character model, like the Ugly Duckling, yes, was the most ugly thing I've ever seen. But everything was so ugly. And it reminded me of, like, you remember that movie Sing? From Illumination, which I don't Ugh. think any of us have seen. Ugh. I watched a review of it. It looked terrible. And I saw it. the trailer of it, but I started noticing it's the same. I think somebody else pointed this out online too. There's just tons of the same character models over and over and over again. You know, like they have oh, one. I'm so kid, glad you brought that up. Yeah, one they do it one cow. That's because Illumination like makes movies obscenely cheaply by recycling their assets. But yeah, right. and it looks like rubbish oh jeez, yeah i i i hated it so much like the the cow in one scene is running away screaming and then the same cow is in another shot somewhere else yeah you know or same with the dogs like the dogs are just there's like two dogs and they're recycled over and over and over again yeah this this movie is one of yeah it's one of the prime examples for why i am furious at the period in history where they were transitioning from 2d to this because you look at this and you're like this looks worse than any 2d animated feature you've done it's worse than like the jimmy neutron tv show yeah. which was a tv show like that looked not good no yeah it does not look good yeah and also it's like i mean yeah the ugly duckling she was designed to look ugly but quite frankly she had nothing on that Stupid fox. I hate that character. I hate the fox. It's She's like hideous. Just disregard also, her personality. They left her disabled and we're just like, oh well, no one cares. And they turned her into an overly feminine stereotype and we're like, oh that's fine. It still looks horrifying. I mean horrifying both ways, but also they left her changed and we're just like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's like I mean, ignoring that character's personality, everything about that design just freaks me out. It's like the the way she smiles and just, ugh. It's like, this is the ugliest thing that Disney has ever done. Ever. Everything's so mean-spirited, too. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no redeeming person, well, not people. There's no redeeming animal in this entire film. No, there isn't. Did you know they put the the porcupine all over the box and he got his own character poster? Like, they were trying so hard to yeah, make him... Well, he didn't do anything. three lines in the whole movie. 
And they're like, yeah, uh, and whoa. Like, I think that was kind of the, I think that maybe have been a bit of a meta joke they were trying to do where they're like, hey, look at this cool character. And then he does three things. No, they weren't trying. They just failed everything. I didn't try. This is, it just just makes me so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the song choices were miserable as well. I'm going to say something that's piss Derek off. Uh-oh. Okay, say it. Reminded me of Suicide Squad. How dare you! Reminded <laughs> me of them because in Suicide Squad, every pop song that shows up in like the intro is like the obvious pick for what's going on, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, we're showing a character that's like in prison. We'll play the part of Bohemian Rhapsody where he's in jail. You know, like it was just very on the nose like a marketing team made it and like all the songs in this movie felt the same like the Mm -hmm. i'm still alive song and then the minute the end of the world as we know it popped on like are you kidding me like the laziest (sighs) possible choice for a scene that doesn't fit the mood at all at all yeah i did like they played bare naked ladies song at the beginning but that's just because i like bare naked ladies but But it it didn't go with anything but it was nice I could listen to that instead of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Okay, I'll... I have a nitpick. Derek, you can yell at me for having a nitpick, oh. but I do have a nitpick. Yeah. I hate having the like fish in this world. <laughs> like one of my problems with Zootopia is there are no birds or lizards, and I just I don't like that there are or no primates. birds or lizards. Yeah, like I I'm like eh, I don't, that bugs me. But in this world, it just drives me crazy that there are fish. Like, how are the fish driving cars? in water and what do they do in their water cars after they're done driving <laughs> like how do they get out of their water car what do they live in Ugh, i, I hate fish family. yeah i hate fish so much yeah i'm um, going back to the music for just a sec it's like yeah sorry i just yeah. no I came up and f you fish <laughs> exactly but yeah it's like I'll definitely give you that with the music. Um, I'm becoming a lot less uh, forgiving for pop songs being used in movies like that. Because, because of Suicide Squad. Well, not only that, but this movie actually ruined it for me. Where it's like, it was just so unimaginative. And it's like, all the other Disney movies, or at least the majority of them, have done their own music. And to a part, they tend to be acceptable at the worst. I thought Does that... Wreck-It Ralph use pop songs? I think it does. Maybe. It's, it's also a better movie. The Treasure Planet song that, like, screeched the whole movie to a halt, I would take that over any of the songs in this film. That's true. Yeah. I had a pop song. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a pop song written for the movie. Right. And that was only like, one. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, oh, I know this from that album, and... Just garbage. Oh, I don't know. So they just exist for montages, and so the minute they pop on, you know they're just lazy. Yeah, it's time to just shut your brain off. Actually, it was time to shut your brain off at the beginning of the movie. It's montage, and then it's let's talk about what just happened in the montage. New montage. Let's talk again about what just happened yeah. in the new montage. Yep. There was no structure, no plot, no script. <sighs> yeah, it... Uh, this... I really lied. Like, all of company now, I can see why Derek gave it three stars. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I'm like, fine. I'll give Home on the Range three stars compared to this. Th- like, this is, like, not... 
yeah. Like, this is one of, like, I was going to say, that this is one of the, this is definitely the worst movie I've seen for this podcast, but this is actually one of the worst movies I've seen, like, ever, ever. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of movies, and I used to watch terrible movies for fun. And this movie is, is just abysmally awful. It's so bitter. I just don't know why it's so bitter. For a Disney movie, like, it's more mean-spirited than any of the DreamWorks films that are known to be, like, quote-unquote, edgy. Yeah, that's kind of like their shtick. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is way worse than any of them. This well, movie, like, it's it's like when you watch Illumination, like Sing, or well, I didn't see that one, but like Despicable Me, those movies, they're bad. There's a lot of reasons why they're bad, but like it's not morally offensive like this yeah, movie is. Those movies are lazy and made by marketing teams. Which, right, and that's fine because they make a lot of money from the marketing they can exist. team making it. Yeah, they don't make me angry. They just really are annoying. Yeah, but this is like this movie – it's made by a marketing team, but also it is so rage-inducing. It, well, it, has Dis- it has the Disney brand on it, which is just unbelievable to me. If it was Comcast, I wouldn't mind so much. It feels like yeah. something like the people that made Norm of the North or whatever would have made. Yeah. Like, this feels like – this feels worse than those knockoff CG-animated foreign versions of Disney movies. I don't know. That well, might least, be a step too far. <laughs> well, at least those ones wouldn't have like the dad be quite as abusive. I hope. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's, but I mean, yeah. the animation quality is probably about the same. About yeah. uh, yeah. all I can see in my head is that horrible, ugly duckling, and just why, Chicken Little? Why did you kiss her? Why? How why does he did even it? kiss her? He doesn't have lips. He's a bird. I think they pecked. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I get. <laughs> I hate this movie. It yeah, it's it's so weird when you consider this movie and then you take another movie that takes a similar kind of world to Zootopia and it's so much better. Like Okay, but I think the Robin Hood world's the best, just saying. Yeah. That your furry fandom of choice. Apparently. Okay. Mm. Uh, like I'll 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 fly with it. It is not this one. This one just this one just this one should burn. Like when the aliens came, I was like, "Please burn them! Like, please kill them have, all." Have yes. And the, the part in Terminator Two where she has the vision of the nuke just erasing just humanity. Like, just make that happen. Just, yeah. just burn them. Just burn this town to the ground and uh, eat them all. The only the only good thing about this is that if that species of aliens exists, and even though they turn out to be not hostile. Other species of aliens may exist, and they may be hostile. So after this movie, I like to imagine that a different species invaded and, Kling- and wiped. The Klingon them. showed up, and yeah. killed them all. Okay, you know what really makes me sad or slash mad slash I don't even know all the negative emotions is that they were going to make a sequel to this movie. What? Yeah, that go look it up sense. on Google. I don't want to Disney. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that on my search history. I want to believe you're just making this up. No, Disney they did King make Studios. one. Chicken Little Ace in Action. No, that's, Wait, no, a, that's video a video game. game. No, no, no. It was like Chicken Little Two, and it was something about him dating the Ugly Duckling, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, that was actually what I say is that unlike Minions, this game and it left, and everyone knew it was dumb garbage, and it just disappeared i mean some people didn't know it was dumb garbage because some people are stupid <laughs> those like roger people... ebert 
You gave this movie two and a half stars. What is no. wrong with you? Like, I like you, Roger Ebert. Are you insane? Oh, you're dead now. But, like, oh, really? I mean, it has 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's higher than Home on the Range. That's higher than wow. Batman v Superman. Okay, I understand Watch that. It is a better film than... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will <laughs> kill you all. <laughs> it's only 2% lower than Brother Bear. Weird. Oh, no, really? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, Chicken Little's not a good metric. Chicken Little saying that uh, over a third of critics said it was positive. Over a third. This is why you can never trust critics about anything, except for except us. us. Yeah. Yeah, they... Because <laughs> we're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, Derek... Shush, you... <laughs> no, stop. Don't say anything about critics. 5.8. What? Why? Where? It's just a troll. They have to. This is... This is objectively not good. What, I... if, what if we were troll critics and we're like, Yeah, guys, you should go see Chicken Little. 10 out of 10. That should be our next episode. Where we re-review this after we're, like, high on something. We just <laughs> love it. Mm. Yeah, man, my favorite part was when the aliens, like, you go in the alien house and they see all the alien guts, man. That alien was so. House? The big alien house is so creepy. I like the gut. And yeah. it just has a heart, man. The ending is so emotional where the dad, like, tells the aliens that he's a bad father. I like that part. <laughs> Rest in Bring peace, out. Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> Someone him. shoot him. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, it's like and I don't know, the I the concept of telling the chicken little story and having it be a piece of camouflage that's fallen, that's not a terrible idea. But like, every that, single thing that they did in this movie was a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah like true. literally everything. Yeah, I have um Except with the alien's eyes being fidget spinners. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm trying to remember. I've, I know I've read a version of Chicken Little that maybe Stephen Kellogg did the pictures. There's a version where they don't all get eaten. I think, well, I think they don't get eaten. I think, like, the police show up and arrest Foxy Loxy, maybe. Oh, What's wait. the moral of that? Because the moral of the fable is to not believe everything you hear. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to go look that one I'd up. I'd certainly believe the Foxy Loxy in this movie would eat them all. I mean, jeez. I don't know why you hate her so much. I she she was a total because she's mean. Bitch, but like, well, yeah, but like she wasn't nearly as mean as her father. Like I had to focus my anger on specific things because I only have so much to give. And Foxy Loxy was at the bottom of Nathan's. I care about this character, <laughs> like spectrum. I was too busy hating. She's probably in the middle for me. Making fun of fat people because pigs are fat and okay. fat people are fat. Ha, what ha. was with the fat jokes? I didn't like any of them. Yeah, this movie will trigger you like a machine gun if you're not, you know, okay with these types of things. Yeah, this is definitely a, this is definitely an early 2000s kind of movie because these are all jokes but that, looking back on them, it, uh, well, it's like it, 2005. It feels like an early 2000s what else movie. Came out in 2005. Better movies. Yeah. Um, um, well, The Incredibles came out the year before. Batman so it's just... Begins. What? Batman what? Batman Begins came out that year. So he... Vendetta. So humanity wow. was capable of making good movies the in the 2000s. The Wardrobe came out by Disney that year. Well, that movie that was... is so much better than this. 
<laughs> we know Actually, what they I were paying attention to. In general, to. and I give it five stars, and I don't care what anyone says. I love that movie. I like I did the Galaxy came out that year. Eh. Which um, one? Checkers Guide the Galaxy. Oh, I like that movie. Don't eat yeah. that, Derek. Don't eat that. Violence. That was a good movie. Madagascar came out that year. And There's a movie that's like pseudo mean spirited. So Madagascar is a better movie than this one. I'm yeah. sorry. Is um, well, I agree, and I don't like Madagascar. <laughs> and our one of our listeners that I know, her mom loves it, and boo. It seems like an okay year. I guess not like nothing's like exploding at me, but like Brokeback Mountain was that year. Oh, Revenge of the Sith was 05. Yeah, really? I'd watch that again over this a, a million times. <laughs> <laughs> what yes, movie please. would you not watch over this? Oh gosh, um, I don't know. What was that one not? Was it, it was Triumph like, of the um, Will? What on earth are you talking what? about? Wasn't that like the Nazi propaganda movie? I'd watch that. <laughs> or, um... <laughs> Sign me up. Mind Kampf, the novelization. I'd watch that before Chicken Little. Or, hmm. <laughs> yeah, or, um, I don't know. There's probably some Soviet propaganda movies out there that I probably wouldn't want to watch. Also, this movie didn't even have the decency to be an hour and, like, 15 minutes. It was an hour and 20. Like, that was five more minutes of misery for nothing. Also, the saddest, not the saddest, but a very sad part is, remember how we were talking about how Patrick Stewart got invited to be, like, a hundred Disney movies as, like, a main character or a side character or a voice and the only Disney movie he has a voice in is this one. Wait, which <laughs> character was he? In the he's, sheep teacher. He's the alien in the ship. And no, he's, he's like, not. He's the sheep teacher. No, he's the uh, alien at the end. I am on freaking IMDb. Okay, but Nathan, Patrick, whatever his name. Oh, wait, wait. Did you say Patrick Stewart? Not Patrick Oh, yes. Burton. I thought you were talking about Patrick Warburton, and I was like, oh, Kronk Patrick showed up Stewart. to do oh. that. Kronk Patrick showed up Stewart. to do one joke. Yeah, as Patrick Stewart was also a pile of poop in the Emoji movie. As so. that, yeah, yeah as but, that review. You <gasps> sent I'd me. rather watch Chicken Little than the Emoji movie. Would you really? I don't know. No. I, don't. I, I refuse to watch the Emoji movie. I don't. I don't know. That's that's actually really hard. Can we watch it for the podcast and find out? No, I don't no. watch it. but I think I said this <laughs> the podcast. But Patrick Stewart fully is aware that that movie is terrible, the Emoji movie. Have you seen cast interviews with him? It's hilarious. He's oh, like, no. I'm so honored to be part of a movie that's being talked about so much online by such a wide group of people. Because everyone hates it. And then they're like, you play poop. And he's like, yeah, I really feel that all of my Shakespearean acting and critiquing has really built me up to be this one role that I've been waiting to fulfill my whole life. Oh, <laughs> He's so funny. And he does it completely straight face. Like, uh, it's like, he, he, he does not, like, that's acting. That's acting. <laughs> oh, like, I love you, Sir Patrick. Yeah, he was literally the sheep. Which just makes me so mad, too, because I hate the sheep so much. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's... it's... The sheep does nothing in this movie. Are you confusing it with Sing, where the sheep also does nothing? <sighs> no, I'm thinking of the sheep that call- literally spent five minutes of this movie calling out people's names and running the gag of, like... We're going to have funny names from nursery rhymes into the ground. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Yeah. Wonder, yeah wonder, I hate the sheep. wonder how much they paid him for that. Not enough. Yeah. Here's $2. Go get yourself an ice cream. <laughs> Go get yourself an ice cream and then stab the cone into things. your eye. I don't think they wanted him to be. Oh, yeah? 
I'm going to be Dare, Francis. I need two ice creams to stab them into both my eyes. <laughs> yep. All right. The only way to get the voices out. Mm-hmm. So he would have been Francis and Oliver and Company, which was the Shakespearean dog. Right. He was going to be King Triton and Little Mermaid. Ooh. Cogsworth and Beauty and the Beast. Ooh. Who I think they wrote the role f- actually for. Uh, uh, who's the the Monty Python guy? Uh, John oh. Cleese. Yeah. yeah, John Cleese was who they actually wrote the lines for, and he didn't do it. Um, so they got David Ogden Spears instead. Yeah, who was with John? Love John Cleese though. Um, <laughs> Jafar and Aladdin, Zazu and the Lion King, which I think might have been actually. I really like that's Mr. Bean, but I think that might have yeah. been a really great fit. Um, Ratcliffe and Pocahontas, which no one cares about. <laughs> I care about. That's really exciting. What? Flo and Hunchback. I don't. I don't know. That might have been distracting, actually. Okay, you know what? Frollo and Hunchback, Tommy J, is perfect casting for him. So I'm glad that they got him. Zeus and Hercules, which, I mean, Zeus doesn't do a lot. The fact that it's rip-torn is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clayton in Tarzan, which I think would have probably been a fine fit for him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And after all that, he ended up as stupid sheep teacher. <laughs> Making an ugly duckling joke for, like, a <laughs> mi- two minutes. He's <laughs> like... Yeah. Abby Mallard. Ah! <laughs> Same. <sighs> yeah, this this movie makes me mad, but now I'm like past the mad, and I'm like feeling just I don't even know dead inside. That's the principal from Goof Troop as the principal. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is a very distinct voice. Yeah, which, well, that's the thing. Which there you go. He's he's the guy that's in um. Princess Bride and Incredibles. And I can see his face, but I don't know his name. Oh, what's... Yeah, Inconceivable. Yeah, it plays Vicini. Um, yeah. William Sean. Was that his oh, name? Wallace Sean, sorry. Wallace yeah. Sean, yeah, that's it. So, he's Rex in Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Or as I also like to know him, no, that's not Danny DeVito. No, you're... No, it's not Danny DeVito. I like him a lot, actually. I think he's yeah. very funny. He's a comedian. Yeah, I can't think of anything I've seen him in that I didn't... Well, I can't think of any performance he's given that I didn't like. Yeah, because he is in technically now a Chicken Little. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this was such a waste of everyone's talents. If they had any talents. I'm not sure if Emperor's New Groove just, you know, magically turned out to be enjoyable after this one. What happened here? It's like... Was this executive meddling? Because I mean, they the director was made it like, oh, we got to open up a CG studio, so use the script and go. Because <sighs> it could have been. Yeah, it's like this. Somebody, something interfered because this director has shown that they are capable of producing a good movie. How did this happen? Well, I mean, he was the special effects guy for Aladdin and Little Mermaid, and he wrote Chicken Little. And Emperor's New Groove, and that was it. And Cats Don't Dance, I guess. The only thing he's directed was Cats Don't Dance, Emperor's New Groove, and Chicken Little. Like he wasn't. And Cats Don't Dance is stupid. Two so out of three. I've never yeah. seen that. I don't two even know that it is. Two out of three say he's not a good director. Apparently. Yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe I need to change my question to How did the Emperor's New Groove happen? Yeah. So did, did one of the producers like keep him reined in for Groove? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Let's... I don't know. It's weird that that movie works and this movie is because Emperor's New Groove still works. Like the comedy still is fine, and even as a little bit mean spirited, like yeah. which I think 
is okay. Cusco's a little mean-spirited. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's restricted to a, ca- a single character, though, and I guess Yzma, but she's mostly just played off for comedy. And so, she like, is the yeah, villain. she's hilarious. And, like, well, and I think that... Her mean-spiritedness is hilarious, though. Like, yeah. it's not just, like... Well, not only that, but it's, like, it has two characters that have a lot of heart to them. There's um, Pacha and Kronk, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you've got two characters... So you basically, you've paired the jerk and the character with heart together for both the protagonists and the antagonists. And that just mm-hmm. works out really well. And there's no one with heart except chicken little. And even then he's so poorly written. Yeah. I, I think if they had made him an inventor from the beginning, I maybe would have felt more. This would like have been gets... Jimmy Neutron. This was just, it's bad. going at, I mean, this is an easy rank, right? It's going on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 22. And I think we're all in agreement that this gets zero stars. Yeah. It's Fluff like... Fluff this movie. This, Fluff it. Fluff there, was, it. there was significantly less swearing in this episode than I expected, but... That's, I restrained myself. Yeah. And I used, I used my uh, non-expletive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the Disney rank, as of now, for the definitive list of everything ever, everything in this context being... Disney movies, is... We'll start with number one. I'm just going to read it down. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Mulan, Emperor's New Groove, Lilo and Stitch, The Great Mouse Detective, Tarzan, The Princess and the Frog, Heracles, The Rescuers Down Under, Winnie the Pooh, Treasure Planet, Little Mermaid, Atlantis, The Lost Umpire, which is a spinoff of Chicken Little because it has baseball in it, Oliver and Company, The Hottest, Brother Bear, Dinosaurs, Home on the Range, and a pile of <laughs> So. <laughs> I think you meant uh, chicken. Chicken mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I actually let myself get angry about Home on the Range and Chicken Little exists. Um, <laughs> yeah, in retrospect. Retrospect, for real. Well, that's been it for us, I guess, this week. We're done. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Sorry about everything. Yeah, just my life in general was a mistake. Um, if you want to tell me how much my life was a mistake, message me at the useless god on Twitter. Now, one of you say it. You can, you can, you can also message me on the social media for people that wear tweed at Burning Lizard. <laughs> nice, Derek. Tweet. You can contact me at binge watch fan and also make sure that you cc derek on that because i love to see you yelling at derek you wrote any of these 10 star reviews for chicken little on imdb please i want to speak with you and i mean you know if they let you have internet in a freaking insane asylum so (laughs) that's it this week you were invited for a good old-fashioned brawl Next week, we're watching more CG nonsense as we, we're we closing out the uh, the first season of this podcast by watching something that I don't know. So it'll be in the description of the next episode because I can't be bothered to figure it out. Um, yep. See y'all next time, everyone. See don't watch y'all. chicken. And don't watch dinosaur either. Just don't watch anything. Movies are for tools. <laughs> Read a book. Have you heard of them? They're called books. They're good. You can read them. You can learn things about the world. 
You don't have to watch a CG chicken get his pants ripped off by gum and then run over by a car. You can just read. Just do it. Don't do drugs, kids. Let me read you some five, some ten star IMDb chicken little reviews. You're, you're making this up. No, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's more than one full page. I'm on page one. No! It says, this movie was fun. All capitals. I've seen what? it twice before, and both times the audience enjoyed it and laughed throughout the movie. No. So, so for those of you who are genuinely interested in the movie... Is anyone genuinely interested in this movie? Go no. read all of the positive posts. <clears throat> we call it confirmation bias. <clears throat> and you can feel how excitable the movie makes many folk feel. No, it, no. It defiantly lifted my spirits. Defiantly? Okay, next. The voice talent was dead on. Okay, let's see if no. we can find another one. Um, <laughs> Are we going to do this from now on? Read people's reviews and then disagree with them? <laughs> This was a great film for adults and kids. Nope. If you have a kid, take them. Borrow a kid if you have to. Listening to them laugh at the movie is half the fun. This one I will buy on DVD to add to my collection. Wait, was this written in 2005? Because it sounds like... Yes, it was. These Bar- are, most of these are old. Well, borrowing some stranger's kid couldn't possibly be worse than anything this, that Buck did in this movie. This has to be a joke. <laughs> it has to. No, this review is just incredible. <laughs> OMG! Chicken Little it was what was one of the most profound films that I've ever seen what? in my life. No, no. I mean, I love Sideways and Ghost World and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is a great movie. But come on! Chicken Little rocked! I mean, just imagine how you are just like Little Chicken. Anyone! Anyone can relate to him and feel the way that he has. Whether you were goth or didn't make the squad, everybody knows what it's like to not fit in. So, I mean, you could just interpret the movie in so many ways. It's like an onion with different layers being peeled away. Ah! Everyone should go see it immediately. And then, paragraph break, all caps, CHICKEN LITTLE! That's the end. I certainly can... Um, relate that. to the concept that the world is out to get me because this world created Chicken Little. This is the only review this person has ever written. <laughs> Such a troll. Such a troll. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. But I uh, wonder what that reference about the onions is about. It says, it's the best thing I've seen all year. Kill yourself. <laughs> Cute and sci-fi. What's not to like? Everything. I just listed, like, a thousand things. Lovely story that kept me awake, although I was cozy and warm in front of the fire and just had a large meal. Did you have chicken? <laughs> the best thing you could say is the movie kept you awake. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a ten-star movie. Like, if you just turn the volume up. Like, yeah. oh, this is... Oh, here's what I like. These are my favorite reviews, I just want to say. The people that say... These movies are for children, and so they shouldn't be judged accordingly. Like, oh. bite me. Okay. 
that makes no sense. Like, would you feed your child bad food that was bad for you just because they said it was designed for children? Of course you wouldn't. Would you take your child somewhere that was like, this place is terrible for adults, but it's probably okay for children. Would you take your child to that? Of course you wouldn't. Why are you doing this with your media? Anyway, that makes me really annoying. So this guy's yeah. like, what? that's going to be my new defense against not taking people to illumination films. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can eat McDonald's because I'm an adult. You cannot, you're a child. I can yeah. watch Despicable Me because I'm an adult. You cannot, you're a child. That, that's, I, I think it's a fair argument. Um, mm-hmm. Whoever. Also, I really bad, should not eat McDonald's. I'm going to say that. You know. the, the breakfast menu. Whoever gives a bad <laughs> whoever gives a bad critic about this movie haven't realized Disney is a company for children. No, the, it's not. This charming movie reminded me of Bambi, Snow White, Snowbo, all the movies I watched in my childhood. And I'm positively sure that if I watched them again, I would probably find them boring and too simple. Just like some people found Chicken Little. Well, I think it's better for children to watch a nice, charming, simple Disney movie and be talking about it and saying the sky is falling rather than having them burping in your face as they do after watching, let's see, Shrek. They shouldn't be watching Shrek in the first place. So please understand, this is a movie for children! No, it's trash. Laughing out loud with jokes that an adult understands. Okay, if you're an adult, why are you watching Shrek 3? There's movies for adults that are funny, you freaking idiot. Okay, to be fair, I watch a lot of kids' shows slash movies on my own time. Like, infantile lies. But, like, that is ridiculous. Well, it's like... Redemption, so at least they kind of have taste. (laughs) Well, it's like, there's a difference between this and other shows that are made for kids and movies that are made for kids, but are made in such a way that they are just a good, well-told story. Like Maybe Aladdin. Should... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe Aladdin, should... everyone can sit down and enjoy that movie. Like, pretty much every movie we've reviewed up to this point, actually. No. Oh, Not my. every, but, but Most at of least them. 15 of them. Yeah, at least 15 of them. Opening and ending music by At Ben Sound. Podcast cover art by Nathan Rackley at Drawakir on Twitter.